welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And my name is Dave. Dave, we survived. We are sort of alive. And we're surviving. I'm not confident we're out of the woods. Me either. And I'm sure people can probably hear it in my voice a little bit. I am still on the recovery train, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Recovery, whatever. This whole Christmas, the last week and a half or so, has been very, very difficult. So I'm glad to be back, you know, doing the show with you. But holy shit, man. Wow. I was not expecting to be as sick as I was. Yeah, this was like the worst time for me to come down sick for all this Christmas stuff going on. I, I, I would say I'm pretty much over it, but I'm not confident. Yeah, you never know. Still on meds, yep. still doing all that shit. I mean, literally had to go to the hospital. That's how bad it that was. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. And look, we are going to save all the, you know, talking about the best music of 2017, the worst music of 2017. Yeah. We're going to save that for the anniversary show because that's how right. I like to do it. So yep. you're not going to hear that shit here on this show but we will definitely Uh get to it, obviously. We have some things to go over this show, but it's also, I think, okay to have a shorter show. Yeah, nothing (laughs) wrong with that, especially with our current health conditions. Yeah, we may die on air. We could. That would make our show very, very popular. Yes, it would. So we could go ahead and do that, but Uh maybe we should stick around for a little bit. I mean, I don't have anything to live for, but I think, Dave, you do. Yeah, I'm really holding out for that Black Veil Brides album. Like, I have to live till that. Wait till we get to new songs, my friend. A lot of sarcasm. Wait till we get to that new songs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it feels good to laugh again. Well, Dave, we will continue the laughter in scene news. Scene news time. And we start off with a relatively sad story. It turns out that over the holiday break, I guess, Franz's house, Franz from Attila, his house was actually broken into. Which sucks. Have you, have you ever had anything broken into? Absolutely. And it does. Shitty feeling. Yeah, it makes you want to kill people. It does. I've had a dirt bike stolen at a racetrack before. Ooh. Yeah, that was enough to piss me off. My house, thankfully, hasn't had those type of issues. Right. But yeah, Franz was not lucky in that facet. And I guess he went on a cruise and he came back and tons of shit was stolen from his house. So they knew he was on vacation. And now, you know, there are people out there on Twitter and social media, obviously being, you know, huge dicks and saying that it's his fault because he's on social media all the time. And he let people know that he was going out of town for a vacation. But people do that all the time. You know, famous celebrities do it. Regular people do it. People know that during the holidays that a lot of people are going to be gone from their homes. Yeah. You know, maybe they did find out about it, the people that broke in. But, I mean, you can't really blame him for that. I'm surprised he didn't have more security already. Yeah, that's what I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I go to my parents' house, and they have an alarm system like they are Franz. Yeah. I'm like, guys, (laughs) you guys aren't Franz. Yeah. (laughs) I wish they were. But it's just one of those things where... Not only did like little shit get stolen, but also like I think computer hard drives, you know, stuff he was working on musically. Plus, I think it was passports and personal IDs, things that, you know, like affect his family. And that's the really shitty part. And he said that on social media, too. Like, I don't think Franz is really technically worried about the little thing. I mean, he can replace them. 
Yeah. But that kind of stuff really does suck. Yeah, that 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 blows. I'm I'm sure he has everything set up now. <laughs> well, I think he's moving. That's a bad. That's an even better choice. Put yeah. it like this: If you live in a place where you have to lock it every night and you're paranoid about where you are, that's a good sign. You may want to move. Well, I also lock my house. I'm also paranoid <laughs> about my place. <laughs> but that's more because I'm worried about you know water parks fans finding where I live, or the Evanescence fans. Oh yeah. They are super pissed. Or DC fans. Yeah. <laughs> or Star Wars fans. Oh, yeah. Yep. But look, I mean, that even sucks for them as well to have to move. Sure, that gives you peace of mind, you know, when you move. But you now have to yeah. go through the whole moving process and to uproot your family. Like, not saying that he's going to completely leave the town he's in or wherever he's living. But mm-hmm. it still fucking sucks. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm sure he will update us on social media when everything's all sent out. Or maybe he won't. Maybe he'll stop Maybe talking he about that stuff. It's a possibility. Yeah. I probably wouldn't post anything about my security system if I have one. Or if I do. Who knows? I don't have 50,000 attack dogs or anything. Nope. Nope. So next up, Norma Jean has announced their Redeemer anniversary tour. And they're going to be playing, I guess, the entire album front to back. They're going out uh-huh. with Gideon, Toothgrinder, and Greyhaven. And actually, Boston is on the list. So I am most likely going to this. Uh, Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio is on the list. I doubt I go because it's at that shit-ass venue where I can see five feet in front of me and that's it. Oh. However, that's a really cool tour poster and I kind of want to go get it. (laughs) Well, you can do that then. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I won't be able to see the fucking show, so. No, I think it's getting to be a little bit of a problem. I agree. Yes, sure is. But... I think we have to have a discussion about that probably on the anniversary show. Yeah. I could have, I have a lot to say about venues. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, it turns out Kid Rock is getting sued by Ringling Brothers, I guess, for his new tour. And I would have no idea about this because why would I know? Alt Press is always there to let you know. <laughs> well, they love Kid Rock, obviously. Uh-huh. But I guess his show is being called the Greatest Show on Earth Tour. And that oh, is wow. a trademark by Ringling Brothers and, I guess, Barnum & Bailey. I don't know. I, I haven't been to huh. the fucking circus since I was a kid no. either. So I have no idea what's going on here. But <laughs> obviously, it's a trademark. So you can't use it. It's the same as if someone all of a sudden goes, we are the scene. Then yeah. you and I are going to go, no, no, no. We did not lease this out <laughs> to you. You are not the scene. We are the scene. And that's yep. just the way it goes. Next up. We have a System of a Down news update here. This time it's Surge talking about new music and I guess basically saying that he has a bunch of songs written, but the band doesn't know how they want to put everything out. Huh. It's a unique problem to have. Yeah, or he's lying. Yeah. And I don't care either way. I think we've talked about this before. I think System has sucked for a really fucking long time. I think Doran is a piece of shit. And I could care less. I think he's untalented. And I think he's a piece uh, of shit person. But yeah, if they want to put out music, that's fine. What I think I do agree with with Serge is that Serge is saying they're not sure how to put out new music because he's not sure he wants to dedicate his life to new music for another two years. Huh. Because that's what you do, right? You have to go yes. in, you have to mix everything, you've got to track, you have to market, you have to do interviews, and then you have to go out on tour for probably yeah. a year or so. Yeah, and if if 
he's not committed. I mean, I wouldn't want the music anyways. Right. And he's got a new family. You know, he wants to stay home and be with them. He's doing movie scores and whatnot. So really, what does it matter if yeah. he puts this stuff out? I know there are diehard system fans that probably want new music, but after what they've been putting out, I don't know why anyone would want new music. No. <laughs> Plus, with how bad they are live, you know, why would anyone want that? I've not had the honor of seeing that live. So listen to Ian on this one. <laughs> they were good live when they first started. Okay. And then they became what they are now. Careless? Yeah, not caring, lazy. No. I'm sure I'll get some hate for that too, but go back and, <laughs> you know, just you can look it up. You can see how bad yeah. they are live now. So the last story we have here for C News is a pretty sad one. Go Radio Steve Kopaz has been diagnosed with cancer, and I guess he went in for maybe routine stomach pain. Yeah. He thought so he had an I'm ulcer. Reading, yeah. yeah. Thought he had an ulcer, went in, and then when they went through the procedure, it turned out he had tons and tons of tumors and lymph nodes that needed to be taken out. I think they might have mentioned they took out like his whole stomach. Yeah. It's ugly. It's a bad, it's a rough story. Yeah, it's a really rough story. So we won't even go into it too much more. But because obviously there's a lot of medical expense that goes into something like this, plus recovery. And obviously we hope that he's okay and that he recovers well. The band has set up a GoFundMe page. So I'll have the link to that in the description yeah. of the episode. So anyone who can help, if you have the ability, it would be great if you could. That just, yeah. that fucking sucks, man. We wish him, his family, his friends, everyone around him the best. Yep. All right, man. Believe it or not, that is the end of scene news for this week. That's it. That is it. Maybe that's for the best because I'm hearing how my voice is sounding. <laughs> <laughs> I am not looking forward to editing this later. <laughs> what a way to end 2017. Am I right? Uh-huh. My anniversary show, I think, will be 100% though. I can't wait for the anniversary show. That's always yeah. one of my favorite things to do. So, tons of surprises, maybe some guests. It'll be fun. Never know. By the way, while we are here though, you listened to last week's show, right? Yes, I did. What do you think of the return of Jackson? Jackson's still great. His Wi-Fi still sucks. <laughs> that is very true. Where, like, where does he live? He lives in Texas. But outside of Dallas, though. God, there has to be a solution. Like, they have, like that's a Come populated on, Dave. area. Are you saying a final solution? How dare you? <laughs> what a horrible person. This is a holidays, man. We need to find out Jackson's... Um, internet provider and we need to give them a call like listen you've been ripping this guy off bad like <laughs> i wouldn't doubt if he doesn't pay for wi-fi whatsoever <laughs> borrows the neighbors yep. <laughs> he wires something in somewhere and it's just completely <laughs> just taking like siphoning gas from someone yeah. i don't know why this thing sucks <laughs> but yes that was a lot of fun so i'm glad you were able to hear that all right yep We'll leave scene news in the past. We will revisit it in 2018. But for right now, it's time for new songs. New song time. And we begin tonight with Sleeping Giant, Lantern. The album I Am comes out January 26th on Face Down Records. Let's take a listen. Lost and I was lost, 
Next, we have the new one from Anthony Green. This is When I Come Home. Let's take a listen. And last up, we have Black Veil Brides. Funny enough, the last one, the new album Veil, comes out January 12th on Lava Records. Let's take a listen. Dave, we have so many to talk about. Let's get to it. What do you think? Um, Ian, there's a Black Veil Bride song on there. You know what? We should really just focus on that track, right? <laughs> yeah. We probably not. Well, I wanted to make fun of Anthony Green a little bit because it's just another Anthony Green song. And I'm so sick of those songs. I, I'm not sick of them. I, I, I feel like I've listened to that song coming up that that was the 500th time it's a possibility maybe 485 <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get to 500 probably this year but if you love anthony green then you oh, get yeah. new music so you're happy right yeah but look yes in that way you're in good shape you're pulling the focus away from you know number one here <laughs> black veil brides the last one you yeah. you be honest with me you tell me that didn't make you a fan no, I wish that was the last one. Uh, but um, <laughs> Unfortunately, there's an album coming with it. No, seriously, you didn't like that track? I really didn't. What? I, I, I just don't like the Black Veil Project. That song was so good. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, that song was awesome. I, <laughs> that was... Uh, no, I can't, I, I can't be nice. I don't like it. <laughs> You're telling me your toes weren't tapping... When that fucking they guitar came tapping. in, come on! When that guitar they came in, that was good shit. <laughs> they weren't even tapping. Man. Oh, long, do you know how long that album is? Did we look this up? Already? I hope it's like forty tracks. <laughs> you hope they another used album. I hope it's Avenged Sevenfold, the Stage Deluxe Edition. Super deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like what they're doing, and I I know I get shit for it, but <laughs> I fucking love that track, man. I really did. This isn't even like joking around, Ian. I really fucking love that track. Well, I'm looking forward to our review on it. I am too. I want new music. I accept 
that you legitimately like Black Veil Brides. So I will do my absolute best to come around. Oh, I don't care, man. not be so stubborn. You rip it apart as I lift it up. (laughs) Andy Black don't care. There's there's worse out there, though. I mean, I, I could shit on much more than Black Veil Brides. Oh, for sure. Well, look, January 12th, baby. Yep. So soon. So soon, yet so far away. (laughs) well look i hope we get back to having way more new songs per week because this has been kind of weird the last two weeks i know i keep updating my youtube and it's just bullshit interviews and stuff i want new songs well calm down man ian hates conversations (laughs) a little different no these aren't these aren't the type of interviews you want to be a part of that's very true (laughs) what's your favorite type of pop like those type of interviews why are those on your youtube typically that's uh Usually a rock sound. Oh, yeah. Or maybe an old press interview. Yuck. That asks you like the ridiculous, ridiculous type of questions. Both of them are so terrible at interviewing. Yeah. It's like they got bored. If you were an animal, what kind of animal would you be? Uh, (laughs) Die already. (laughs) But by the way, I thought it was very funny that your internet fucked up while you were talking. (laughs) (laughs) That's karma, baby. I know. All right. Well, look, I think we're all done with this. Not much to talk about except for how great Black Veil Brides are. So. Pretty much. That's it. I think we need to move on to our favorite part of the show. I'm going to say this right now. I was not expecting much this week uh-huh. for album reviews. But I wasn't either. I was a little surprised. I really was. I mean, this is better than past couple weeks for me. Damn. Well, do we want to start out with some of your thoughts on Asking Alexandria since you weren't here last week? Or do you want to throw in your jabs from time to time? Um, I will never get over that song, Empire. <laughs> There's no way or there's no way around it. Um, I think you guys also shit on the song Rise Up. Oh yeah. And it is everything I thought a rise up like just like Jackson said. Rise it, up. Yeah. Rise up. Any song called Rise Up or Unbreakable, anything like that. Unbreakable. That's exactly what it sounds like. Unstoppable. Um, <laughs> you both mentioned the only highlights that for me was uh, Alone in a Room and the first half of the song of Eve. Ah, okay. That's it. Sure. Well there you go, folks. And by the way, if you missed it because it was, you know, the holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, everything else that was going on, you can go back and listen to episode 150 and hear Jackson come back and we do a whole, it's almost like 40 minutes just yeah. on asking Alexandria. <laughs> yeah. And we could do it again this week, but we, we, we really just don't have the time and no. voice. Or the voices to do that. Yep. That is for sure. So, yeah. Good to hear that. We were all on the same page. So we'll move on from that. That's 2017 bullshit. Let's get to the new stuff right here with Event Sevenfold, the stage deluxe reissue on Capitol Records. I would say they are now experimental rock slash progressive metal. Slash steamy garbage. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. 
<laughs> well, let me give you some background. The stage was released earlier this year. Earlier, I don't even know if my voice is working. Earlier this year, it was a surprise release. They said it was coming out like in two weeks or something, and then all of a sudden it was just there. It was 11 tracks, and it clocked in at an hour and 11 minutes. Ugh. Now, this album, this is 22 <laughs> tracks, and it yeah. clocks in at two hours and 10 minutes. So, I hate you so much. For- <laughs> All right, Dave, we didn't hear you because your thing was, or you're laughing too much. Yeah, I hate you so much for making <laughs> me listen to this. Ian made me listen to this one, guys. So here's the question, though. Did you listen to the whole thing? Um, I kind of had to. Why? Because the original album, I really didn't pay enough attention oh, to. Oh, so that's your own fault then. Kind of. I I, I, <laughs> I, mean, I still didn't want to. I, well, right. Well, look, I did not listen to it again. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just went. So this is the breakdown here. It's 11 tracks, the original stage. Then it's one new track, six cover songs, and then four live stage tracks. So, Which everyone loves to hear. I guess if you're a huge Event Sevenfold fan. I guess. God. But what I will say for this is at least they're going in the better direction of making a good deluxe album. Yeah. They gave, they gave something. Yeah, yeah. They give you another hour plus of material. Yeah. So if you are a huge, you know, AX7 or A7X, I think it's A7X. If you are a big A7X fan... You're going to really like that. And I might be saying A7X just to be pretentious. So bear with me with that one. But (laughs) if you are a fan, then you get your extra money's worth, right? Yeah. I mean, I wish a couple of my bands, favorite bands would do something like this. Right. But um, they have not. No. So if you like Avenged Sevenfold, hey, Christmas came a little bit early. Yeah. There you go. And I didn't ever say that the stage was bad. Okay. When we did our original review, it was more, this just isn't our style. Like, they uh-huh. have moved away yeah. from the style that we enjoy. So, it's yeah. not that they're not technically proficient. It's not like yeah. they're bad musicians. They're also uh-huh. good live. But this is not the direction that I like for them. And I couldn't imagine standing up at a show and watching them do these tracks. Like, that is not something I would want to do. No. I'll give a bit of a spoiler alert for you guys out there. Oh, sure. um, of Mice and Men's new album will probably put them in this category for me as well. <laughs> Just not the direction I like. Okay, direction, but not sound, though. Um, they don't sound anywhere I, close I, to each other. I feel like they will be in the same fan base. Uh, close to it. I don't think so, man. Event Sevenfold right now with the stage uh-huh. moves them to yeah. a completely different fan base. I just have so many white trash friends who <laughs> like that and white of my so racist. So I just, I just, I have them in the same bundle. Really, that surprises yeah. me a bit. They love it, huh? Interesting. Okay, yeah, I don't get that. We'll we'll have a discussion actually a little bit later as it pertains to Event Sevenfold. But just with the stage itself, I'm not going to yeah. take away from their talent. I'm not going to take away from any of that. It's just not music that connects with me anymore. This yeah. isn't the style that I like to see. So I still think they do a good job live. I've seen them live. I think they pull this off. I think if you listen to those live tracks, they're like spot on with the album, yeah. which is good for them. They've made that decision to be that band. And if you like the stage, you're going to love this reissue. 
But for people like yeah. us who don't like it, this was really, you know, it was a chore to get through. It really was. <laughs> so, yeah. The last thing I have to say about this is obviously this is my least favorite of their albums. So mm -hmm. I don't really want a deluxe reissue of this. Yeah. And then also, if you don't think, if you don't think that Clairvoyant Disease is their best track, then you're wrong. So <laughs> let's just, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. So once again, that's Event Sevenfold, the stage deluxe reissue on Capitol Records. Holy shit, my voice is... Oh my god. I know, I'm, I'm starting to feel mine. This is the most I've probably spoken in like a couple weeks. No, no, a couple weeks, about a week. Seriously, I'm going to have to cancel my next Ian Hates Conversations because there's no way I'm going to talk to someone. They don't deserve this. Like, There's no way. <laughs> Fuck, all right. Next up, we have... Landon Tours AI640 Part 2. And this is an independent release. I would say this is on the lines of hard metalcore slash electronic core. Okay. Somewhere yeah. around there. This is obviously Landon Tours of The Plot and You. This is one of his many side projects. There was a part one. I think it was three tracks before it came out in like 2015. But this is yeah. a huge step above that. Yeah. And I think the one thing I can say is whenever you can start an album with a crying girl or a crying yeah. robot girl, I go, go for it. Fucking yeah, go, for it. go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but now, Dave, I want to know how you feel about this. I, it, it's, it's really weird one for me because I, I enjoy the plot and you so much in the direction they're going. But when he releases something like this, I feel like this is more of what he wants to sound like. Possible. Sure. So it makes me feel like one of the others not like as genuine almost. And it's a real weird feeling. Let me follow this up then. So what do you think he wants when he does his side project where he's basically an acoustic guitarist? I, you know, I think he's just an odd guy. Well. well, yeah, but that's maybe maybe the thing you can think in your mind is that he has so many side projects because he wants to do every single one of them and no band can encompass all of it. So that way it's not yeah. him being quote unquote fraudulent in yeah. one or two of the bands. It's him being genuine in every single one of them. Yeah. His other side pro project's called Dynamite, I want to say. I thought that was a album, but you could be correct. Yeah, I don't know. He yeah. has so many yeah. that it is tough to, you know. Yeah, he does. And it's really weird. He has all these releases and whatnot. And I, I've seen The Plot in You live three times and I cannot for the life of me uh, see him or talk to him or... He has no like fan interaction. So it's kind right. of, it's very different. I agree. Same thing has happened with me. He never comes out to the merch table. He never goes through no. the crowd. It's very true. Which I would like to meet him. But, but he seems like a <laughs> weird guy. I mean, we're weird guys. Yeah. So we understand our own. He seems like a weird guy. Yeah. But for this whole album, this is a concept album. Uh -huh. And I don't want to ruin too much for people because I did go through the lyrics. It's still one of those stories. I think it can be interpreted different ways. Yeah, But it definitely has to do with robots. Definitely. And most likely robots who have turned on humans and are annihilating them, similar to when Bender in Futurama says, kill all humans. This seems to be uh -huh. the concept of that. Uh-huh. With it being called AI 640, like, I think you should just know. That's something. <laughs> it's going to come yeah, out of robot that. Robot-related. Right. And I think it works. And it works mm -hmm. on multiple levels. It works on the technical level because sometimes it's just heavy as fuck. 
And it's just yeah. down-tuned guitars, and they're just, you know, fucking bashing away, and it's breakdowns and whatnot. But then there'll be a technical guitar solo. And then Landon yeah. is doing so many different voice styles, like so many different vocals. He's doing the high uncleans. He's doing the low uncleans. He's doing this, like, desperation in his voice that works really well. He is extremely talented. Yeah, there's no denying that. But yeah, sometimes it reminded me of King 810 vocals, their previous yeah. work. Like you could just hear that kind of rasp in it. It worked yeah. really, really well. I enjoyed my whole way through this album because it's also weird too. Because they'll put it's in... very weird. Yeah, they'll put in like weird robot sounds and all of a sudden a weird girl's voice will be in it. And then it's a robot talking to, I'm assuming, a human or a human talking uh -huh. to the robot. And that's how they hear it. It's really easy to interpret it whatever way you want. And I really enjoy that. And it actually makes me want to hear more of this story. Yeah. And I, I need to follow up on the, um, the part one. I, I guess I missed part one. I need to like to follow the story a little bit better. And I don't know because I listened to that so long ago. I don't remember yeah. it enough to be like, I think this is when there was more storytelling. I don't remember there being as much in the first part. But right. I could be incorrect on that one. But I don't All remember right. it. So this one, though, I'll remember if we go into a part three at some point. Yep. Very desolate and hopeless. There's tons of stuff to get into. It's five tracks, though. So it's it's easy enough to dive into it. And it's done yeah. relatively quickly. But there's plenty to go through. I mean, the last track is much shorter. But that's the one that ends on a very interesting note, too. The last line of the album is, all gods are murderers, so now I'll run with the sheep. Pretty cool line. Yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wear that thing next family Christmas. <laughs> Ugly sweater. <laughs> I would say it's more along the line, like if you were missing what the plot in you used to sound like, then maybe uh -huh. you'll like this because it does sound a little bit like old school plot in you. But I think much better. Technically, uh -huh. it's much better. It has a lot more thought put into it. Landon's doing a ton of different vocals, as I mentioned before. It's worth really trying out. Just know, you know, there's an element of despair in this. This is still talking about killing. It's talking about ending lives. I mean, it's not a thing that you may play at Christmas. Like, you have to be in the mood to play this, I would think. Uh, yeah, very different mood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I listen to it for more fun. Say again? I'll, I'll listen to it just out of, it's just fun to listen to. Right. And I think it's very good. Follow. Yeah. Yeah. And I would definitely give this a listen for sure. So Dave, do you have a track that you would recommend? The track I have listed here would be Confess. So once again, 
That's Landon Tours AI640 Part 2, and it's an independent release. Next up, we have the band Voices with Resurgence. This is also an independent release. This is a metalcore band, and I would say this sounds a little like older issues when it comes yeah. to the guitar work. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yep. But I would say it becomes more technical because they've got two guitarists, I believe. And it seems like they've got one doing those kind of, you know, like open chord, down tune, you know, that issues would do on like their EP and maybe a little bit on the first album. But then they've yeah. got another person doing a lot of technical work in the background. Yeah, I was I was very impressed by this. I was too, man. Dual vocals, mid-cleans, mid-uncleans, a really good mix, a really good balance. But what I like too is their clean vocalist is really melodic. But he doesn't just come in during the choruses. He's thrown in throughout the entire thing. It really is a balance. They don't work with a formulation. You know what I mean? Or a formula. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They I think they, they, they broke the mold on that a little bit, which made this... This EP stand out a lot to me. Maybe be my favorite of the week. So damn. Also, just comes a part of just I was more blown away. Like I didn't expect, and I never heard of this band until now. Yeah, and they had an EP before, but I don't remember it. You know, breaking too much ground, and that's not their fault. Maybe that's more marketing or something. But I think this really puts them on the map. I enjoyed this album thoroughly. Like, this was a lot of fun to go through. I thought they really composed things very interestingly, I guess. Is that a, uh, interestingly? Wow. Man, I am <laughs> fucked up, man. I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> this is really enjoyable. It reminds me of other bands from time to time. But I think yeah. in general, though, it gives them their own independent, clear direction to go into. Yeah. So I think even though there are parts taken from others... I think they took the good parts, which makes this like, hey, we're going to evolve this into our own sound. Yeah. And if you guys have just roughly 20 minutes to spare, I would definitely check this one out over many of the things I've listened to in this month. So damn, I would definitely go check out this band. What's 24 minutes, six songs. Very true. Well, do you have a specific track you'd like to play? Uh, I see myself listening to Forgive and Forget maybe the most. Yeah, man, really good stuff. I can't stress that enough. I really enjoyed this a lot. Dave, I know you did as well. So once again, that's Voices with Resurgence, and it's an independent release. Next up, we have Rumors, Lost Together EP, and this is an independent release. 
This is a progressive metalcore slash post-hardcore band. And this is a band from Australia. Yep. And now this, once again, dual vocals along the same lines a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But definitely goes off on their own path as well. I would say on this, I'm not as much a fan of the much lower uncleans. Okay, yeah. But when that mid-range unclean comes up, I'm more of a fan of that. Plus, I really like their clean and unclean vocalists in general. Yeah, this is, along like you said, along the lines of the last album we just reviewed. I expected it to be like a really death metal band by the cover. <laughs> and I just found this maybe like an hour or two before listening from being on the show right now. So mm-hmm. I haven't had that much time with it. I will say it wasn't what I expected, and I do enjoy it. Like I said, I expected it to be way, way like a like a death metal type of sound by the artwork. <laughs> but I'm going to go back through some of their older stuff after this and probably check out other albums and stuff because this one seems so dark and the other ones seem very like bright and vibrant. <laughs> very different to switch so, so quick from this last year. Yeah, they have another EP that you can check out as well. Yep. But yeah, I... I really like Lost Together, which was the first track. And then they yeah. really got me when they got to the third track. That was, I think it's called Disparu. Dis- Disparu? Disparu. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Yeah, that for me as well. I really, really enjoyed that one. It also had a guest vocal spot by a female vocalist, uh-huh. which I thought was great as well. I don't know who it was, though. I didn't see it I wish they, Yeah, I wish they would have that in like featuring on the, the title. Yeah. But I very much enjoyed that. And then the final three tracks, I think, really bring the album together. This yeah. really showed me what the band was. And that's where I really got into it. So I would love to hear more similar to that. Yep. But all in all, I think once again, this shows how good Australia has been this yeah, whole entire fucking year, man. Like, I know. They have some great... If I could give an award for best country to give us the music we like... Australia would be it. They really would. I, I, I wouldn't even question that. I would say this shows a lot of promise, and I look forward to hearing much more in the future from them. Yep. So I think, I mean, I think we're on the same page here. I think we need yeah. to play some Disparu. Track three. Or Disparu, yep. however you want to say it. And we'll do that one. <laughs> Whatever. So everyone, make sure you check that out. A lot of good stuff on that album. So once again, that's Rumors, Lost Together EP, and that's an independent release. And then last up, we have Alisana, The Lost Chapters EP, and this is on Revival Recordings. So you know what? I am not going to talk about this. Just go buy it. (laughs) Yeah. 
And that's the thing. And I, I do want to explain that a little bit. Obviously, that's kind of a dick way to present that. But so Alisana put out an Origins box, they called it. They called it Origins, but it's this engraved box, completely handmade. And inside of it, I've talked about this a few times, I think, on the show, trying to hype it up a bit. But not only do you get a cassette and an EP, you also get these crazy pictures, one of their oldest t-shirts, pics from the band, like tons of stuff that I don't even want to completely get into because it's incredible what they put into mm-hmm. this. And the reason why I'm not getting into it is because the band themselves don't want people getting into it. So sure, you'll see yeah. pictures of people opening the Origins box and some people take pictures of you know the spread of what it is, but it's such a personal thing to the band that they yeah. specifically said, like, sure, you could share this music with everyone, but it's yours. We're not going to yeah. put it on Spotify. We're not going to put it on iTunes. We're not going to sell it. The only track they released was Fits and Starts, and that you mm-hmm. can only get on YouTube, I think. That's not on... Yeah. I don't think it's on Spotify, right? No. No, I don't think so. So it's one of those things where when the band's like, this is personal for us, it's personal for you, why would anyone share it? That kind of thing. Yeah. And they only made a thousand of them. So if you're an Alisana fan, the only reason why you shouldn't have this is because of money. Yeah, <laughs> That's really the only way I can say it. But to be quite honest, if you are a fan of theirs, the money is worth it because you're going to love what you get with the box. Yep. So obviously, the only thing I'm going to say is the tracks are awesome and I've been listening to them nonstop. I need to get it so I can do the same thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Dave doesn't even know. It's the same way. Yep. It's the same way as when I don't tell him about Ian hates conversations. I'm not like, hey, Dave, look what I bought. Here's all the stuff. No, that's not how it works. Uh-huh. I think if any Alisana fan is out there who doesn't have it, you need to get uh-huh. it. And I understand like if you're not an Alisana fan, you're not going to get it. But then also, why would I share the music with you or do a review of it? Because you already uh-huh. don't like them. Yeah. So it's not like they're changing their sound. They already mentioned the tracks that are on that EP are from the years that they've been together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, all I can say is when I got it, when I actually had it in my hands and I was looking through everything, I was blown away by the effort, the love, everything that they put into making it a unique thing. I've never seen a band do anything like that ever. No, I, I, not, none that I can think of. So all I can do is recommend it for everyone. It's definitely worth the money. Yeah. So once again, super happy with Alisana and Revival Recordings. They went above and beyond with Origins. That's where I'll leave it for now. But I just want to let everyone know I did get Origins and it was just fucking amazing. And I do actually have a, a riddle for you to solve for me. Oh, man. So this is like, I, I feel like this is important. When you go to like Spotify or me, I would use Apple Music. And I find a band I like. I scroll down and I see related to, you know, like then you can go through like the grapevine of different bands similar and maybe you discover new music, right? Mm-hmm. I did that with Elisana. Three bands came up that you might also like. Okay. There's Uh-oh. three here. And if you can get one, which I think you could, I will be, and your one's going to piss you off so bad. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck they, they gathered this, but there's three down here. Okay. Let's we'll see if you can get one of them. Bless the fall. Ooh, it's a good guess, but no. Oh, we, all right. We have 
Ice nine kills. Yep. Rolling in reverse. <laughs> That's weird. All right. No, it's got to get worse. It's getting get, ready. Ready? Uh oh. I prevail. What? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> someone's getting fucked through the grapevine right here. If someone's going through, like, if I, if I just discovered Elisana and I scroll and I find I prevail and I go that route, I'm going to be mad. They must have been like, oh, well, there are two vocalists and then there are guitars. Yeah. So, bam. <laughs> I don't get it. No, I don't either. Alisana is much better than all of those bands. Though, yeah. everyone knows how much I like Ice Nine Kills. But at least, uh-huh. Alisana, I would think, when you go through their entire span of work, they yeah. edge out. Plus, not to mention, they're one of the first to do it. I mean, they revolutionize the scene. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And they're one of those bands also. Like, we talk about how many times Ice Nine Kills has killed it, you know, live. Yeah. Alisana has never had a bad show for me. They've always been amazing. So... Yep. That's the way I look at it. But thank you for bringing that to my attention. <laughs> for upcoming albums for 1229, we have The Animal and Me, An Architect's 7-Inch, The Beautiful Exchange, and then A Loss for Words. Yep. So I'm guessing the A Loss for Words is like B-sides and rarities or something? Yeah, I think so. I think it's called Odds and Ends. Ah, so... okay. Odds and Ends. Yep. That makes sense. So yeah. But hey, I don't mind listening to that for sure. Nope. I'll check that out. So hopefully we have some good stuff to talk with you guys about. Wow, did that even make any sense? Hopefully we have some things to talk to you guys about next week. (laughs) Holy fuck, man. Wow. Pretty much. All right. Well, let's continue this train wreck. And let's go (laughs) to In Loving Memory. Alright, Dave, it is our monthly segment in loving memory. This is where we choose a band who has changed throughout their pretty much entire catalog we'll say or at least went through a major change so dave why don't you start off today mine's a a unique approach to this in loving memory but it definitely makes sense okay the famous danny stillman i know you're familiar with drop dead gorgeous i am amazing band absolutely um one of my all-time favorites i will i still have like a band tee from like 2008 my basement (laughs) nice (laughs) i'll just show you that sometime he was a front man i would say that was his bit his beginnings mm-hmm. um so after that are were you very familiar with like uh bleach blonde mm-hmm. now I, I love bleach blonde sure. um i wish it was still a thing <laughs> so but it's a huge change from drop dead gorgeous right. to bleach blonde very true you you really don't even realize it's the same guy half the time until someone tells you right so now it's on to his band 888 or however you want to call it 888 Mm -hmm. um (laughs) which is even more different than bleach blonde it's more of like a pop pop alternative it's a a very unique genre and i do listen to it and i do enjoy it i can see where a lot of people wouldn't the original drop dead gorgeous fans have probably fallen off right and i still really enjoy it um 
not many in loving memories Ian and I do I'm going to actually enjoy (laughs) (laughs) and I enjoyed every side project so maybe Danny Stillman's just a god interesting all right maybe Dave (laughs) maybe maybe are you familiar with like 888 no I am not but I will have to take a listen then it's very different but what they have put out I think it's all catchy as hell um I don't know if you're gonna like it to be honest with you (laughs) that's possible (laughs) well wasn't he in the bunny the bear at one point too the bunny the bear and it says also associated with curses and its teeth i'm not sure what its teeth is Hmm. interesting that's what wikipedia says so you know how accurate that can be right (laughs) he's had an interesting career that's for sure very and it's very diverse and it's changed so much i mean there's not too many bands that can survive that much of a change and however many band names he's up to now right at least three very true nice so what do you have for me i guess i went classic oh and i just stuck with regular bands and we mentioned them earlier on in the show Mm -hmm. so i figured hey why not talk about avenge sevenfold this would be the perfect time yeah so dave how familiar are you with avenge sevenfold not very. Um, I would say I listened to when they had music videos on like Fuse TV in the morning when I when I woke up for high school. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty familiar then. I mean, do you go all the way back to sounding the seventh trumpet and waking the fallen? Um, I could go back to the song. Uh, what, what was a really famous song you would say could put them, put them on the map? Um, Probably Unholy Confessions. Um, Unless you're Beast and the Harlot (laughs) from City of Evil. Damn, I'm thinking of the track of the song I used to like. It's going to drive me nuts. Backcountry? Scrolling through. Nope. Critical Acclaim? Uh, What did Seize the Day come off of? Uh, I think that's City of Evil. Yes, City of Evil. Yeah, that's where I would say my beginning and end with Avenged Sevenfold. All right, so this might be a really good and loving memory for you. Okay. Because automatically, I need to tell you, you need to go back. And you need to listen to Sounding of the Seventh Trumpet. Okay. Or Sounding the Seventh Trumpet. I think I put of in there for some reason. Sounding the Seventh Trumpet and Waking the Fallen. And to me, the album Waking the Fallen that came out in 2003 is their best album. And I think for a lot of people that started with them, that is their best album as well. Okay. I'll check them out. So at that time, they used to be a metalcore band and a very okay. technical metalcore band. That's when Shadows was actually doing unclean vocals as well as clean vocals. Okay. So that's what I was saying earlier when I said Clairvoyant Disease is their best ever track. That's from Waking okay. the Fallen. So the point of bringing all this up is Event Sevenfold went on those first two albums from being like, technical metalcore to city of evil where they became you know kind of a metal band somewhere like a metal alternative rock band that always kept the really good guitar work but there were no more unclean vocals Mm -hmm. and there were a lot of rumors of why did shadows blow out something in his vocal cords that didn't allow him to do that anymore did you know The executives at their major label come to them and say, hey, if you really want to sell music, this isn't the way to go. You need to go in this direction. You know, the rumors are abound. 
But basically, there are stories about how he went and got help with his voice to basically keep the rasp and the tone, but not do the screaming anymore. Okay. And that's why you don't hear that anymore. No. (laughs) So from City of Evil to the self-titled to Nightmare, that's kind of the way they went. And I would say their self-titled was probably on the lowest point. I think they Mm -hmm. lost a lot of fans with that album. And then obviously, unfortunately, the Rev, their original drummer, he passed away at around that time. So Nightmare, he had worked on briefly, but that album was basically a remembrance or a tribute to him. And I think a lot of people really like Nightmare. For some reason, and this might be, once again, a major label telling them what to do, they decided to strip everything down and they said, we want to make a Metallica-esque record or, you know, like an ACDC-esque and they made Hail to the King. Yes. Now, I will say, I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. I think you just like what you like. There's some good stuff on Hail to the King and it's not because it's simple. It's because it's really fucking catchy. Okay. (laughs) And it is a little dumbed down, but there's some good stuff there. I also saw them live again with that album. They put on a great show. Yeah, I, I'm very unfamiliar, so... Yeah, I think you might enjoy going through some past work. Okay. I think for sure. I would recommend you listen to Waking the Fallen all the way through. I think oh, you're going to yeah. love that fucking that album. First. Like, seriously, I think you're going to love that. That might change you a little bit, to be quite <laughs> it honest. It might change you. That's almost a perfect metalcore. It might be close to a masterpiece. Oh, okay. And then, obviously, you have the stage, which is what we talked about before. Yep. Now they're a progressive, metal, experimental, whatever band. Yeah. So they have gone through a significant amount of changes over their career. Yeah. From the sounds of it, yes. Yeah, whether you like them or not, you know, and there's a lot to be said about that. Mm -hmm. They've really done a lot of work to get to where they are now. Yeah, and I was actually looking. They must have liked the the album you just meant, your favorite album. Mm -hmm. They must have enjoyed that album so much. That when they put out Hail to the King, they just took that album artwork and zoomed in and cut it in half. Well, <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> they love that whole bat wing skull thing. Yeah. That's like on every single thing that's they what do. I think of when I think of that band. So they did a good job with that. Makes sense. But yeah, man, I think this was a good way to do the segment because you definitely have to listen to Waking the Fallen. Okay. All right, man. Hey, I think that works. I think both of us learned something. I think the audience learned something as long as they haven't tuned out. Because my voice and your voice, I don't know. Yeah, we, we, we kind of, we're on our last limb, leg, you should <laughs> say. Your voice doesn't sound as bad, though, so that's good. <laughs> it feels bad. Oh, yeah, man, we are not feeling good. That is for sure. Let's keep it going, then, and let's go to Breakdown from the Past. All right, Dave, break down from the past time and let me Deadpool this for everyone a little bit. You actually had two different bands that you tried. Yeah. And both of them have been done on the show. I was super excited to talk about (laughs) you. So what did you land on? I landed on the band Something With Numbers. There you go. So tell me about this band because I am not familiar. Okay. It's definitely like an early on punk rock sort of band or alt rock. It's... It's labeled indie rock. That's not correct. Um, 
Hey, it's out of there, out of Australia, formed in 01. So they've released an EP, four studio albums. Uh, they were around they were around seven years. That's it. Imagine they just went on to do other things like many people do. Sure. Not that many member changes, which is pretty cool to see. Um, so that usually means there wasn't that many much turmoil in the band that ended it. Sure. My favorite release of them, honestly, was their very first EP. That I listened to that so much. Um, and I mean, that came out in 02. It's called the uh, the Barnacles and Stripes EP. All right. I would really enjoy it if you played the song, the title track, Barnacles and Stripes. I would like to do that, but I cannot because not on Spotify. It's probably not on Apple Music either, honestly. Um, I just have it saved on my computer from the day where you like download music and give your computer aids from like Lime, like LimeWire right. when you were like 12. Sure. How about we just give them Apple of the Eye? Lay me down. You got it. That was fun. Yeah. I would definitely check out their first EP. Okay. As well. Will do. If you can find it on YouTube. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's just finding it. Yep. Nice. It'd be man. tricky. So what do you have? So I have a rock band called Just Surrender. Have you ever heard of them? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Hot topic t shirts for days. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. They had three EPs and three full length albums. Last full-length album was Phoenix, and that came out in 2010. Now, I read that they were let out of their contract with Razor and Tie in 2015, and they were mm-hmm. planning on an EP coming out, but I never saw any of that. Yeah. So they haven't had any music out for seven years. So they might still wow. be together, but I think this actually goes with our rule. It's been a long time. It's been a while. It's been a while. You couldn't help it. <laughs> I can never help it. But I like this band. I thought they had some really good stuff from time to time. They ended up kind of mellowing by that last album. But when they were yeah. more the post-hardcore emo pop, I think they did a yeah. very good job. They hit a nice niche that I think, or yep, niche, whatever the fuck people want to say. I think they had it worked. A really good time. Yeah. Good timing. Oh, absolutely. And they had two vocalists, and you know, it kind of worked pretty well this is a band i'm sorry i never got to see live mm-hmm. i would have really liked to but they seem to never be touring on the same place that i was and yeah it just didn't work but i enjoyed a lot of what they have and i would say for sure if you can go ahead and listen i would listen to the entire album i loved 
If These Streets Could Talk. That was uh-huh. in 2005, and that was with Broken English Records. I thought they really, that was their big peak for sure. And uh-huh. there's catchy yeah. stuff throughout their whole career, but that one was fucking great. Yeah, I think I said this is the one I actually had on my <laughs> iTunes um, even before the show. So Most likely. Most likely. Yeah. So I'm going to play the track off that album, Forgotten, Not Forgiven. go man good stuff i think so i think that's good i think people should check out both those bands and i think they'll have a good time oh yeah they have to (laughs) they have to you have to if not they don't like music how dare you people that don't like music fucking ridiculous all right dave guess what time it is it's time for some hate mail mail motherfucker all right people it is hate mail time if anyone doesn't know you can get in touch with me and give me some hate mail emails. You can get in touch with Dave. Dave, how is the best way to contact you for hate mail? Uh, say Facebook, Instagram, David Lee Blevins. Look me up. Most of you already have me through these Facebook groups. If you don't have me on a Facebook group, just go ahead and go into Instagram and send me a DM asking a question or an email, david at barsracing.com. So this week we have Christian wrote in. There's, there could be some flames after this one. So we could make an entire episode after this of this. But he wants to know, who do you prefer as Dance Gavin Dance, lead vocalist, and why? And are you afraid of the direction change in album nine or not? Well, Dave, why don't you start? Because you are the hugest Dance Gavin Dance fan there is. I like to think I am. But there are some very argumentative people out there in these groups. Don't go to Dance Gavin Dance facebook group guys it is bloody it is a mess so i prefer actually where they are right now um i think tillian's the best fit not just vocally but as a person if anyone wants to argue johnny craig you could but you can i can also argue they probably wouldn't be around right now um johnny's been all over the map there's a reason for that 
there's a common denominator when you're in a whole bunch of groups and you are kicked out. Emma Rosa, uh, the slaves thing's going good right now. Uh, Ghost Runner on third. We can go on, but Kurt Travis, people love happiness. They're obsessed with that album. It's an okay album. It's not that great. <laughs> um, I think Kurt Travis is great at what he does, and I think he's almost the same problem as Johnny in a different way. Um, he's been in Eternity Forever, which fell through this year due to band issues, which I would have loved to hear more out of that band. And now I just have four songs off an EP to live off of. A lot like birds. Um, he has solo projects, but he can't anchor down. And from the looks of it, Dillian, Tillian has been here the longest, and they've had the greatest success. Um, so, as far as the new album, I don't think there'll be that much of a direction change. I think Will Swan keeps that band and the other bands he's in sounding phenomenal. Um, CNVAR, Secret Band, they all sound. They keep. They don't go out there two out of the way i mean that'll probably be my favorite release of 2018 spoiler alert but um what do you think ian so unfortunately you kind of ruined it (laughs) oh yeah i thought because you've been a fan for so long that you probably did have some you know random album in the discography that was like (laughs) oh they've never done it better than this album and fuck all you you know that kind of thing but really I even wrote down, you know, my my general point here, but my whole thing was I was going to say I'm pretty sure I'm contrary to a lot of people, but I think Mothership is probably my favorite album of theirs. Okay, yeah. And I wouldn't argue that. I mean, my favorite is from the Tillian era. I think all of my my top 3 are from the Tillian era. Mm-hmm. Um I maybe I just didn't I didn't listen to him that much in 2008 and 2009. Well, and I, maybe that's where my my opinion differs or it helps me even. Yeah. I mean, obviously that gives people a different perspective of when you started with them. Now I started with them from the beginning and everyone knows how much I love Johnny's voice. Yeah. Everyone knows that. So I think though you hit it kind of on the head that if Johnny was in charge so much that he had literal control over the band that they might not be together anymore. No, there's no way. I mean, I know we didn't even get a chance to talk about this on the show, but slaves did confirm that they were dropped from artery, but yeah. they got picked up right back. They got picked up, I think, yeah. with like Sony or something. Sony, yeah. yeah, because that's the thing. A label, like I said, will always pick up Johnny Craig, no matter what. Doesn't yeah. matter what he does, a label will always pick him up because he's so fucking talented. It's just the way it is. Yeah. But this band might not be around to this day had that happened. Yeah. So for me, I think the combination of John, Will, and Tillian is the yeah. best. Because yeah. even though they're Dance Gavin Dance and they're all over the place, Mothership to me seemed way more focused. Yeah. So that's what I enjoyed. So if you're just looking for the craziness that is Dance Gavin Dance, then sure, maybe you like the older albums more. But for me, mm-hmm. I thought Mothership brought things together better than any album had up to this point. Okay, yeah. So that's the way I look at it. So I would take those three. Is they're super okay. talented? Everyone's talented who's been in Dance Gavin Dance. I don't think that's oh, the issue. Yeah. It's just like, sure, I will listen to all their albums because I think they're all good. But uh-huh. if you gave me the choice, I think I'd stick with Mothership right now. Yeah. And yeah, all their, their previous vocalists, they've gone on to do successful things. I mean, 
they're all very talented. That's why they put so many bands on the map. Um, I would argue the same argument right now for a lot like Birds. I think their vocalist, Corey Lockwood, just doing everything, I think that's going to benefit that band more than what Kurt Travis would. And I know that'll start another riot, but I think Tillian is the answer and will continue to be. I think this is the longest they've ever had a vocalist right now. I think this this would be their f- Johnny was around for two albums and yes. Kurt was around for two albums. And what I would also say is I think it's not normal normally to choose the most recent album to be the better one. Normally no. people are choosing, you know, all the way to the back. They're like, oh, the original is always the best. I mean, we just went yep. through a whole talk about Event Sevenfold, where I basically mm-hmm. said that. But now yep. with them, their sound has changed while staying in the same vein, and they've kind of honed in on this lineup that really works for them, at least in my opinion. So that's what yeah. I would say for sure. Yep. Uh, there, there's not many bands we can say that about. Um, only one I can think of that I can say most recent is my favorite it would be that like Lost of Flames. I know people would argue with me about that. And say when we don't exist is our best album, but I would strongly disagree. Right. But yeah, it's a rare thing. Very true. So who sent in that question again? Christian. Christian, thank you very much. And once yep. again, I will reiterate. So if you want to send me hate mail, you can on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Ian Hates Podcast. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then you can email me, Ian Hates at gmail.com. And everyone, I told everyone my emails earlier, but the email would be david at barsracing.com. No, I don't race to bars. It's Bottoms. just a, a motocross team I'm on. So that's the email I stick with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people, stop thinking he races the bars. Yeah. Hey, people <laughs> say it all the time. I don't. Bars, like drinking bars? No, no. All right. Well, I think that ends the episode. Yep. <laughs> My voice is gone. It's so bad. So this is our final episode of 2017. So let's finish things up with the end of the show. All right, Dave. So before I have you do plugs, because this is technically the last episode of 2017, I wanted to do a little hack, you know, New Year's kind of bit here. We're not going to do a top 10 or any of that bullshit, but I did want to ask you, music related, what is one of your New Year's resolutions? My New Year's resolution, music related, is I did get a um, record player for Christmas. Oh. And every show I go to, I will, originally it was a different merch product, I will walk away with a vinyl. Damn. And no, no matter what the cost, you know. Even if it's an old album, I did that with Dayseeker a couple weeks ago. Definitely going to keep them all from every show I go to this year. And there can only be one band. Like if there there's could like only a be lineup one. Of like four, <laughs> it's I the Highlander of Vinyls. Yep. <laughs> nice. All right. That's good. What are you, you going to do? So I don't normally do New Year's resolutions at all. Nope. But for the show and for, you know, talk music a little bit, I think I might finally unfollow AP in all social media. Oh. <laughs> I think what I realize is, you know, because I hate myself, because I want to torture myself in certain ways, I have followed them because I used to say to myself, I think they're funny. Like, oh, yeah. this gives me stuff to make fun of. 
But I think recently it's become way too much of not being funny anymore, but like literally making me angry. You don't want to know what kind of bath bomb you would be if you were a man? <laughs> I am worried, but I'm hoping that you'll <laughs> pick up the slack and let me know when something good like that happens. <laughs> but I think literally they've given up. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what I noticed in 2017. And it started in 2016 a little bit. But I think they really, really threw in the towel. They started not being what they were supposed to be in the first place. And I understand that things evolve. But they've evolved into something much shittier. It's like (laughs) talking about a band that's become untalented. That's what they are. Like, I don't think their articles are written well. I don't think their interviews are done well. They almost have the same career progression as Sleeping with Sirens. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. That's actually probably not a bad point. And then also, I know know I've said it many times, and I know I've had an ongoing joke about it, but sucking the dick of water parks all the fucking time is getting too much. If you go to any one of their social media pages and look on the first page, there will always be a mention of water parks somewhere. Yep. And that's insane. How did we get really to is. a point in this world that water parks is everywhere? I can't yeah. take it anymore. And that to me just makes AP be the one who has let me down because yeah. they're not sure. there for the music fan anymore. They're yeah. there to push themselves. They're there to make themselves the point of the talk. And I think I've done enough talking about them. Like, sure, I'm not saying I'm never going to mention them again on the show. We're going to make fun of them all of 2018. Like, I'm actually kind of hoping they fail with their whole new magazine and digital and all the shit that they're doing next year. I think it's going to fail. So it'll be interesting to talk about why it failed and then what that means for actual journalism in the scene. Yep. I think good things should come of it, honestly. Honestly, you too. And once again, I don't want people to lose their jobs. That's not the point of any of this. That's not at all. Because I think all those people... Reconstructed. Yeah. It needs to be reshaped. I think that's the issue. And I think that probably will be my music New Year's resolution is no more Instagram, no more Facebook, no more Twitter, not following any of them anymore. Because it's just, it's too much. It's just too much. And it makes me sad for all the great bands that don't get coverage. It also makes me sad, and I'll say this too, and this is you know on a more serious note than funny, when bands that I love, that I've been pushing and that other people have been pushing, that I've got people to listen to, and I'm not even going to name names, when those bands finally get a recognition from AP and they put it all over social media like thank you so much ap thank you yeah. thank you so much for acknowledging us that's not the way the scene should be no just because ap found you does not mean that that band wasn't great already i know yeah it sucks so that's what sucks they've changed it to where ap it's all about them and not about the bands and we need to yeah. stop that we need the whole scene needs to stop that and it's a, it's a shame, too. Rock Sound's probably going to be next. I'm probably going to unfollow all their oh, yeah. shit, too, because they've just become AP Part 2. <laughs> AP Part 2. Like, they used to actually do unique things. Like, they used to try and be themselves. Now they're just AP that's overseas. Yep. That's it. Like, they're not even pushing other bands that they could. They're still pushing water parks. 
They're still pushing all time low. They're pushing all these bands. Low. Yeah, they don't need the push. They just don't. Yep. They pushed Lord on people. I'm not sure if you caught that this year. Yeah, but what? where is that coming from? What the fuck? Yeah, it doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense. So obviously everyone's got their own taste. Maybe some people do like AP. I mean, sometimes I do click on the comments where I see a water park thing. I'm like, people have to be trolling them and, you know, talking about how they suck and whatever. Yeah. And you look down, it's just all these people saying, I bought the magazine. I can't wait for the cover with Austin on it again. I I don't understand where all that comes from. Maybe they've moved on from me and that's just the way it yeah. is. But AP is so bad with all the things that they cover we do a better job and I know there are yep. other people that do a better job. So why am I torturing myself by following them and seeing their news stories when it's just not worth it? Yep. So I not think that's going to be it. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be it. So obviously we will continue to make fun of them. No doubt about it, <laughs> Yeah. but I'm going to try and not let it bother me as much. <laughs> we'll see about that. We will. We will see about that. All right, so that's our little bit there. Whatever, nothing special there. Dave, do you have anything you want to plug? Just make sure you rate and review the show. Tell a friend. I know a lot of people are on break. Um, Don't rate and review these last couple or... shows, though. Yeah. Not where we've been super <laughs> sick and you haven't even been on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, tell a friend about the show. Um, that's the best thing you can do, I think. Um, it's probably the easiest thing to do, so yeah. don't be too lazy. And yeah, like I mentioned before, for my social media, you can find Ian Hates on Twitter and Instagram at Ian Hates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then you can email me, ianhates at gmail.com. And obviously, you're listening to us somehow, but you can hear us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and a ton of other ways, including the website www.ianhates.com. This has been the longest that I've gone without putting out an Ian Hates Conversations. Part of that is because of how super sick I have been. The other part is, like I mentioned before, that I am waiting for some conversations back so that I can go ahead and put them out. So that's one thing. There is a stock that you will be getting for sure. I can't wait to put this uh -huh. stuff out. Also, hopefully coming soon, one of the next Ian Hates Conversations is with Peter James the owner and founder of Manic Cat Records. That was a really fun conversation. Talk about all the behind-the-scenes stuff. I think people will really enjoy that. So once I have a voice where I can actually speak, that will be coming mm -hmm. out. Sounds good. So thank you all, everyone, for listening. It's been a tough 2017, I know. But I am looking forward to talking with Dave and all of you about our favorite music of 2017, as well as our... Most unfavorite music of 2017 because the Ian Hates Music Anniversary Show is coming up very soon. We'll decide on a date for that, but we'll have guests on it. We'll have a bunch of stuff. If everyone remembers the anniversary shows from before, it's always a lot of fun. So I am looking forward to that. And once again, we're not hacks. So I know everyone sees a whole bunch of these are my best albums of 2017. Like that's fine for you to do, but everyone does it. So we don't do that. We talk about music we love and we talk about music we hate. <laughs> That's what we do. Sure do. So Dave, I think that covers everything, hopefully, in our delusion of being extremely sick. Maybe we missed something. 
But at least for right now, we got an episode out. I apologize to everyone for it possibly not sounding as good because we are a little fucked up. But I figured people would want an episode as opposed to not having one. I think so, too. Hope so. Hope so. Yeah, there you go. Yep. So, Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Don't be a dick, guys. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to you. So alright